Welcome to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Join us in our campaign and shenanigans as we explore the subterranean labyrinths, plunder hordes of treasure, battle legendary monsters. This podcast will be following our gaming group and the adventures of these characters, as well as a few guests from time to time. Join us as we start a new campaign and our journey to experience the best, and maybe the worst, in the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Welcome back to Lady Nights of Adventure. <laughs> Good. No. Okay. So, all of a sudden, um, oh. <laughs> can, can you reach up and put that over in the mushroom cluster, the giant mushroom cluster? The very back. Like that? Uh-huh. Okay. Some, some movement happens in there. Nothing's, happen- nothing's happening per se yet. But there's mushroom some wife. They're <laughs> <laughs> a mushroom family. Wait, <laughs> So, back to the top of the order, the worgen. You feel that this this fungus that is among us will, uh, hey, next turn it's going to be fungus that is humongous. It, it will probably try to squish your, your, your spouse. That's what his wife calls him. <laughs> You're so humongous, darling. I just love your fungus. <laughs> so mushroom dip. <laughs> Just for giggles, I'm gonna roll on our cannon for one of the students. Holy Whoa! shit! Whoa! Right. As, 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 <laughs> nice. Wait, I studied this. <laughs> I I think this fungus monster is mutated by the wild magic. You can still use magic in the wild. You know those those arcane users. You can use magic in the wild magic cloud. It's just cool and unusual things can happen. Of course. Well, let's see. Like called red mist or painting the walls with your blood. (laughs) Or it could summon the thingy. Or it could double the duration of your spell or double the damage. All kinds of cool. Or you summon that one-eyed monster that will rip you to pieces. You could. Hey, he wasn't that big. Give me an athletics roll, and we'll have you shove them over. 23. Oh, wow. <laughs> Go ahead and move those kids five feet this direction if they can fit. 
out of the mist. Over to the corner? Nobody but no, Steve behind us. Yeah, it's a little more than five feet, but okay. I thought you said behind us. There's a spot here and there's a spot there. Here they can go here. Okay. There's a there's a tree there. That's the where the stem of the big mushroom that you ate is located. Well, put me in front of that. <laughs> we remember that. Do that. Okay. You say you want to put me in front of them. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Teach the paladin how to be how to safely protect people. <laughs> Get between danger. Right. Okay. So you basically do the whole grab and throw the younglings past you. <laughs> Come back when you have a level of something. Okay, Juan. Or close. Bad things are gonna happen here. You sense. Why hit me? All kinds of shit's gonna happen. Like all kinds of impending doom. Doom. Oh. Doom. We're talking like Demi Gorgon level doom. Demi Gorgon. Losing, she, she, she's laughing after last of the scores. Yeah, the, the mushrooms just don't know. I'm gonna go ahead and do secret flame on it. On the mushroom. Have me on the fungus. Yeah. Okay. It has to save with a dexterity saving throw. Something tells me it's not gonna be super dexterous. Kind of like me. Well, let's see what this wall of, wall of mold can do. A 10! Unfortunately, it's minus two. Oh, How much damage? 1d8 radiant damage. Because you burn the fungus. Burn. Burn. Burn with the burn. Burn. Disco and burn. No. And then you guys start getting stone on burnt fungus. <laughs> oh, good. We might be. Everybody must get stone. <laughs> really are, are you good with from the standings? What? Yeah. Yes. Okay. What? Yes. Yeah, it's probably gonna explode okay. like other things. So dust wild. Right. You probably have to get closer because I think there's a mushroom. Is that a thing? No, she's on the other side of the mushroom. Oh yeah. But if she shoots up it. there, you can shoot it, <laughs> shoot it with something. You shoot it with Elder's Bat. I'll get it with fire. You give it Elder's Bat. She's got a direct line of sight on you. You can. She does. Yeah. She's a. Well, you can also. She's right here. It's right there. The mushroom okay. is right there. Oh, she's making sure. I can she's see it. Sure. I can see. I can see. Clearly now. The rain. Hey, wait a minute. What? No, well, I might. That sounds good. Everything sounds good to me right now. Okay. Um, I'm going to Eldritch Blast it. Kelsey, please. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm not. I rolled you, a two. You rolled a two. It was you, not a one, yes. So not Kelly one. was incorrect. You did not see all of the mold monster. You actually biffed part of that mushroom in front of you guys. Oh, it's not in danger of falling over or anything, because a one would have been cool to have it crush you all and kill you. Oh, no. <laughs> and then there would be like five sodas in it for me tonight. It would kill my tab and everything. But you blow a mushroom. chunk out of the mushroom. March might be upset, because that was the del most delicious part, too. Um, it's, it's toasty. Uh, are you it's it's mystically toasted. Um, I'm going to... I think we um, should spread out, maybe. I'm going to go and share space with the giant wolf creature. Okay. Right, and, you know... But not in the cloud. Nope. No! Okay. Not in the cloud. Not yet, but give me time. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
I'm like, yeah. it could be great. You go in the cloud and become oh, like, you're uh, a little spicy about people being on your husband. That's trying to get it done. You know, love is not possession. Love is not possession. Love is uh, insatiable <laughs> desire. Insatiable battlefield. <laughs> okay, it is now the bard's turn to do something inspirational. I am going to uh, cast Vicious Mockery. Actually, hold it. Uh, first off, this is I'm going to give. The uh, Morgan, a bardic inspiration. Yeah. Did you do it, man? <laughs> that was such an awesome thing that you just did. And I will be heralded in the you know, And I'm going to cast vicious mockery on this mold thing. I'm going to call it a mammering hedgeborn kanker blossom. <laughs> in honor of the Shakespeare. That's good. It's sort of like a kanker so blossom. So make wisdom saving throw. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Fuck! Wow! It's like, I'm not a kinker blossom, you take that back! <laughs> it rolled a 16 to save. My, I'm a mushroom. My mummy told me that I was the best mushroom that ever grew into a finest monster ever. ever. My daddy is made of elderberries! <laughs> <laughs> my mummy is made of that back, mean spirited person. Cabbages. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Talk to the moss. <laughs> That's my name, <laughs> Okay, and by the way, Marge, can you do me a favor? When that sacred flame came down and roasted it, something happened. What happened? A poof of spores came off the moss. <laughs> Could you give me a constitutional save? Yeah, what's constitutional? Oh, it's actually constitutional. Like, what are you Oh. You're like, please. I smoked worse than you. And for a second you realize Modius's venom has strengthened your body. Oh, uh, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh -oh. Just a silly bunch tonight. <laughs> okay, so I got stoned. You guys, I have had the worst week. This is amazing. Oh, this is the awesome. thing. I'm having we need. so much fun. Yay. Okay, Yay. so uh, I know it's going to be a disadvantage, but it's going to swing its two pseudopods at you. It's, it's, it's a large sized creature. It has a big head. Oh, when two <laughs> it's hit. Yeah, two hit you. What double nineteen? Oh, oh. Freaking... no! <laughs> <laughs> I deny your answer. I hate to say it, but no. Or they didn't. Seven points of blunt damage. Get it, blunt. Nineteen won't hit you. No. Oh shit, that's right. <laughs> You're like no for release. I'm not joking. Said mold monster. Really, you have to roll a natural twenty to hit him. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Which is why you've been attacked by so many small things. Don't worry, there's like an army of tiny little things coming up there. I'm assuming they're like spore little creatures. Oh, good. Tiny measures. Good. Okay, and it's. There's not much it's going to do there, because it's kind of bottlenecked. Oh, what a shame. Oh, dear. So sad. Mm. No, Actually, you. move it this direction. This one? Uh, so it's next to the organ as well. This one? Yeah. 
Right there. between you and your spouse. That doesn't hit us or anything. Oh, it tried to hit me. When he it went, tried to smash you. <laughs> when it walked past her, does it get an attack of opportunity? I it's still adjacent to her. Okay. It's adjacent to all of us. Huh? Does that one look the same? That one looks completely different. It looks like a giant mushroom Ooh. with sort of like arms coming out in weird directions and like one octopus looking eye, you know, that cool hourglass goat shape. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of blinking and looking in that direction. Um, I'm going to run around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you so moving? technically oh, yeah. it's flanked with your yeah. spouse. Yeah, you have advantage. Okay. What a, although it's so big, is it flanked for me too? No. It's got to be complete opposite side. So, so just oh, you yeah. two. So if somebody were to step in that square in the blue mist, you, then you'd be have to be do flanking with them. Mm-hmm. If they left one in the blue that. mist. Yeah. I'm saying we're afraid of the blue mist. No, it is divine smite. Do do do. Kill it. in the face. Ooh. Twenty. That way. <laughs> it's and a barn. It's kind of hard not to hit. So then. That is a six. Six oh. points of damage? For the first part. <laughs> okay, I'll let you give me the grand total because it's easier on me. Then you have to do the math. It's not an undead or thing? Uh, nope. See, these are the things that could happen. Why is it Whoa! It's like, it's not always bad. 22. Holy shit! <laughs> Her God really doesn't like these things. Okay, you She's bring your your weapon good. down and you smash into it. And of course, both of you give me a constitution save. As mold, black mold explodes out of it. Oh. Right against seven. I don't think I will help. Fart against inspiration? Yeah, that won't help. <laughs> Unless she rolled an actual six. Wait, do we add anything to it? Your constitution? Eight. So if you did roll, uh, you could theoretically. Good in theory, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. You're gonna keep it? Both of you? Yes. Okay, you are poisoned. It's gonna last about a minute. Poison basically means that you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. So basically, any d20 rolls. At least they're not confused. <laughs> <laughs> They go running off into the blue stuff. Maybe I know a secret. And at the end of your next turn, and each continuing until you make a save, you can keep trying to make your save. So poison. The poison. Oh, to get over. You can try to shrug it off at the end of your next turn. Oh, but it's always at the end. At least with the step of poison. Funny thing is, monster manual. Some stuffs at the beginning, some stuffs at the end. I'm like, why are you doing this? Right. Just pick one. Yeah, exactly. So uh, when you do that. You also get this weird musky smell. Oh, it's it smells of of danger. Which do me a favor and move the one that's in the mushroom pit thirty feet towards March. Now the mushrooms count as double movement, so so it's gonna be uh, yep, about right there. 
No, it's double move. So in, so, yeah. so one, so two, takes, three, four. It's twice to get through. Oh, yeah. oh okay. I thought he meant twice as fast. No, no, no. So like one, two, yeah, he doesn't move that far yeah. because this is one, oh, two, okay. three, It would only four. be 20 feet total because that monster is carefully walking through the mushrooms, not wanting to squish and set them off. Okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and move 30 feet more. Use, uh, yeah, because I don't have any range attack, so go ahead and use your action to move closer. So 30 feet from there. As this stringy mushroom thing that, you know, it's comes lumbering out and is coming close to you with a hand. Because you hurt its friend. Oh dear. Hey, fungus, fungus gotta stick to fungus. Fungus among us. <laughs> okay, back to the top of the order. Worgen, what are you gonna do? Okay. I remember. Sneak up on me, though, right? No, no. You blatantly <laughs> hear this thing yeah, rushing There's no out. Sneaking. There's. Just not rich. Now remember, you are disadvantaged. Right. You feel the poison inside you. It's, it's, it's weakening you. You can practically feel that your nose is running nonstop. I'm not trying to put you up there. Well, no, that's good. Uh, I, I'll just I'll, shoot from below. Try to attack first. It's all over the belt. I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't hit. Well, okay, you swing your weapon. And then um, try to shake off the poison off you. Okay, yep. Yeah. And go ahead and make your uh, save. Is that a it's an ability what's, check, too. What's yeah, the ability so check? So constitution? So it's a disadvantage. It's a dangerous poisoning. Because see, the thing is, once you've got this poison, all the other poisons can start stacking on top. Ten. Mm. Ten? That does not make it. You go, achoo! And the spores are still in your nose. Oh, dear. Bad things are going to start happening. Don't sneeze on me. Juan, the puppy is sick. You can hear from the sneezing fit. The puppy is not healthy. But the fungus is there. And the fungus doesn't seem to be healthy either. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I am going to. Ooh, you can brazen. Move up on this one. Okay. And I'm going to try to hit it. Okay. You guys handle mold man and I'll handle mushroom. Hopefully. I wonder which one's the male. Oh. No! Is that a one? Yes, sure. Why not? <laughs> Well, you're supposed to pick what goes wrong. Okay. Well, usually it's like a weapon thing. Hit me in the face. <laughs> that one makes no yeah. sense. Uh, Let's do that one. <laughs> <laughs> All of these suck. But we'll go with one. Oh my god. Extreme ear piercing. Roll a DC 12 constitution save. If you fail, large section of your own... One of your ears is severed? Uh, <laughs> what the hell? Right in the kisser, double damage, and you can't speak properly for 24 rounds. I'll just heal myself. <laughs> Not if you can't speak. 
my magic isn't vocal. Oh. Mm. It's semantic, right? And hand gesture. Mm -hmm. She's a mime. Near the cross. Heavy armor mime. Great axe mime. Okay, go ahead and roll me a constitution save. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen. All right, you make your save, because if not, you would have stepped on something and bled for the next couple rounds. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Take 1d4 damage Awful. for 1d4 rounds. That can kill That weird sharp mushroom. You step down and there's a sharp, sharp rock. It should be something like you step a on the mushroom and it like tooth. explodes. Yeah, there you go. It's seeps through. Yeah. Okay, so you I swing and miss. A horribly miss. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. Everybody watches. Even Nike thinks. Nike's like, girl, ugh. come on. <laughs> come on, girl. So do it, not just whiffle no, it. I'm going to, um, you surprise. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to, um, Eldritch Blast it. In face. We knew, probably not. Oh, no. Um, will a uh, 12 hit it? That will not. So I will uh, Eldritch Blast randomly. pretty lights them. It goes flying off and you see some mushroom patch explode and some spores now you don't have to worry about. Oh good. <laughs> Hopefully not in the blue lights. No, no, not in the blue light. That would have been a one. <laughs> you fire in the blue light, who knows what comes out of it. Okay, so, Bard, what are you going to do? Well, let's see You need see to pick here. up this show here. I am going to cast Cloud Daggers. Cloud Daggers? Uh-huh. But uh, um, it says it's only a five uh, uh, cube, five feet. I'll give you that dice. That's your Cloud Daggers. You get to put it on that. You, can you, I put it on? You can't put it on someone, but you can put it adjacent to somebody. But if they start their turn, I believe they take damage. Or if they walk it. past it, well, what's the spell say? Well, it says if they uh, um, went, uh, uh, let's see here. It's, uh, <laughs> you put it in the mouth. <laughs> uh, 40 for slashing damage when it enters the spell's area for the first time or on a turn that starts its turn there. So if you put it, so if I put it here. It's not adjacent to any of your friends, is it? It's adjacent yes, to both of her friends. friends. That means it'll hit them, too. Okay, well then I'll put it back here. Okay. So you're summoning your cloud of flying or daggers. Actually, I'm going to put it here. In the magic. In the magic. In the magic. I'm going to be bold. Roll me percentile. Oh boy. She's casting a because magical spell I'm inside. That bipolar bard. You are. A 70. 70. What? Oh. She casts her magic flying daggers into the blue cloud of Cuts magic. Cuts like a knife. And immediately it's when you guys so see her, her magic words coming out, making the spell. All of a sudden, there's a blue flicker flash flash around these magical daggers that are developing. And then you see a spark of blue energy flash back from the daggers to her. Oh, shit. Oh. And when it hits her immediately, oh, each creature within 30 feet of you shit. becomes invisible for the next minute. Awesome! Invisibility ends on a creature when it attacks or casts a spell. We're all invisible. <laughs> So are the monsters. <laughs> Everything is invisible. Everyone but the bar no. isn't. These 
These, this guy is not invisible. Well, count it up. 30 feet. Of oh, God, spell, right. Not you. No, no, it's no, a curve. No, for me. It, the wild magic backlash is invisible. Yeah, every- <laughs> so all of a sudden, the bard is the only one standing there. <laughs> what? The bard is like, the bard's like, inspiration on myself at that point because I can't now it's called <laughs> cutting wit <laughs> <laughs> okay and but I don't need to because I still have one then you, you don't you know it's true it's very true so give me just a second what did you just walk into I don't know it's very quiet <laughs> Everyone look at her. Yeah. It breathed foul breath on me, but oh. I had my constitution saved. So. Oh, that's good. Oh, good. Yeah, but we can see it now because it attacked. Yes. yes. Oh, you can? Yes, yeah. it, it attacked. The so. spell stops as soon as it attacks. So as soon oh, as awesome. one of us attacks, we're visible. Uh-huh. Okay. But now you have a target. That's good. We get like a cold noise when we pop back into reality. Can you get up? <laughs> <laughs> And fairy sparkles. <laughs> I get fairy sparkles. I made a pact with fairies. <laughs> <laughs> it's called pixie dust. That's right. <laughs> Great for parties. No. 
Yes, back in my village, we really like that sort of party. I read this thing about that somebody wants to carry um, glitter in their pocket, and when somebody does something extraordinarily bad, they'll just be like, stop it. (laughs) Oh my god, and give them craft herpes. (laughs) And then there'll be craft herpes everywhere. Yes. Yeah, I know. So March, you, you know that you're invisible. It's visible in front of you. What are you going to do? She gets sneak attack. Yeah, I was gonna say, she is that kind of a surprise? Yeah, well, you get advantage because of the flanking, regardless, but yeah. After we all get sneak attack. Well, you're For that first yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually hit. Oh, I'm happy to get hit. It was good to get hit Kelly because it would give her insanity support. Oh, dude. And then she, if she fails three saves from three days in a row, she becomes a monster. Ooh. No, no. The whole story arc could have been there. Oh, so the paladin nice. would come up on day three and go, cough it out. That's good. Good paladin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm over I'm, this. I'm you know, you're so cranky. Just press the digitation, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I should be saying, you have advantage. <laughs> what was that? Double 14. Two 14s. Uh, that what? Oh, 17. That what? Uh, and a D. Two. <laughs> two. Wait, wait, say it again, but with more gusto. Two. Two. <laughs> okay, everyone within five feet of Mole Monster, make a constitution save. Oh, good. Oh, wait, am I poisoned still? No, I'm not in five feet. Huh. Are you still poisoned? Yes, you are. Do I? What do we do? Oh, that means you wouldn't have had advantage. That means it was a straight roll. It was the same number twice. (laughs) It was like your 19. Remember, your saving throw is a disadvantage, too. Oh, it might. No, no, it's my turn. (laughs) Double 16. Okay, well, you're still poisoned. It's the same thing. How am I still poisoned with a 16? Don't I get constitution or anything? Oh, oh, what are you rolling? Your save for hitting him and him exploding, or your save at the end of your turn? My save at the end of my turn. Okay, so if you rolled a 16, yes, you made it. You are unpoisoned. Yeah. Now, now make a save. Now make a save for the, the oh, yeah, good. Uh, 18 plus. That two. makes it good. 20. Okay. I didn't get poisoned! Yeah. Go ahead and give me a save to cough out the cloud. 19. You're like, <laughs> He's going to be poison thing. You already are a monster. Okay. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. So well, you're. Why the rabbit buried And the big mushroomy guy is gonna go ahead and attack Juan. He can't see. He can't see me. Oh no, you're right. So he can see Mark. Are you adjacent to to them? He can see Mark and Kelly. Yes. Okay. The rest of us are invisible. I'm tempted to like do the whole flank thing, but we'll we'll, we'll forgo trying to do that. Right. Squeezing. She might have enough movement to get through there. Might. It's a girl. Of course, it's a girl. girl. It's his wife. So first. We made all those jokes. I mean, it could be his male lover too, his life partner. Is hetero lefty, which is his boyfriend. So first, You're there's going to be a spore attack coming your way. Me? Yep. Uh, so go ahead and give me a DC Constitution check. I don't know what that means. Basically, roll for your Constitution. Is that funny? Yep. Spores are coming out your way. Uh oh. 
A seven.
Yeah. That's what Deathwild's mentor is saying in her head <laughs> secretly. What about the killing? Killing, yes. Oh, I mean, <laughs> can we keep yeah, I mean, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are like, whoa, I can't see my hands. <laughs> Will they get an attack <sighs> if I do move her? Wow, she's powerful. She <laughs> casts invisibility. <laughs> 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 it's true, they would get an attack of opportunity on the bunny. Let's do that. <laughs> Take the chance, like they're going to hit the bunny. Come on. <laughs> it's my plan. Seriously. But what if they hit me? Swing low, that's it. You're <laughs> <laughs> still invisible. <laughs> Until I get hit, right? Uh, no. No, until, until you attack. Until you attack. Until I attack. Does it count if she picks up Marsh? No, no, Just I'll, leave me there and everybody go to the back of the room. If she attacks. Yeah. Because it yeah, can't yeah, see her. Yeah. You get advantage automatically. Yeah. I mean, I think like we should just kill them and get them out of the I know. I'm still or run past them. You know, that option is there. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to leave you all behind. This my wife. I have advantage, so you get a straight roll on this attack. Is she pounding me? You'll, have, you'll come back and see Marge sitting there with mushrooms growing out of her. Ew. Just like in that uh, Sherlock episode. Yes, thank you! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just watched it outside. Have you been, are you catching up? Yeah. Is this Sherlock Sherlock? Or it's elementary. The elementary. elementary. The yeah, that was gross. my favorite Sherlock. Mm. I like I, I, I love elementary. Like because he's extremely fallible. But yeah. Johnny Lee Miller. Steps, you're not the gas cloud and poke it again. Yeah, you've yeah, got range. Yeah. You haven't reached any weapon. Yeah. You can step back so that way you're not getting poisoned. Nothing's going to happen to me. Because you can share the space with her. Yeah. Put me one step back. Okay. And use your pole arm like it's meant to be. Yeah. Surprise! It's true. And then it's just a straight roll. Shush, Bob. Yep, because you're still, still, still poisoned. But all of a sudden, majestically, you're just gonna appear from your invisibility. It's gonna break okay. as your pole arm is slicing up from the ground. Just gonna like slice it right open if you hit it, releasing a cloud of spores. Fourteen. Fourteen what? Plus your attack. Yay! Yeah, plus your attack, <coughs> which is like five. So yeah, it hits. Yeah. All right. So these fight weird cute. Oh. Work it in the back. Damage, you have to roll that was the damage. damage. That was the damage. Oh. Doesn't it? Do I do for attack? your second attack, you have to roll on. Or what's, what's your ability set? Precision attack. Oh, uh, what does that say? When you make a weapon attack roll against a creature, you spend one superiority die. Oh, okay. So. 
Okay. Well, I have to roll with the security die, which are d8s. It adds to the damage. Okay, so that's how much more? Eleven. <laughs> because when you do that, you literally take your weapon, go from the ground up, you slowly, your invisibility peels away from you, doing the whole predator thing, as you go, and you literally slice it in half. Some ground to up, kill it. As it just flops, half landing on your spouse, half landing towards the cleric, not hurting you She's guys, right. but it's splattering you guys with bluish mold. I'm so sorry. That's got the, and it, you know, it sparkles like the, the wild magic cloud. Glitter! Oh, can I also make a save for my poison? You can, yep. Don't worry, I can clean y'all up. Uh, 18. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. You're like, Achoo! And the last of the spores go flying out your nose. Antihistamines. Yay. Okay, one. You know that that fungus is no longer among us. Yes. I'm going to take a step back from her. And I'm going to create a spiritual weapon. Ooh! Yeah. Um, you can use that one for your spiritual weapon. Excellent. Except that it's a D8. Oh no, I was on the map. Oh, so you okay. your weapon on the map. <laughs> I'm going to hate it. You create a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts for the duration or until you cast the spell again, so I have a minute. When you cast the spell, you can make a melee spell attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon. On a hit, the target takes force damage equal to 1d8 plus your spell casting ability modifier. So, can't go ahead and make that attack because you know you won. And that's a bonus action. It is. Uh, seven. Okay, you smash the fungus. Yes. Who all of a sudden, you know, when you smash her, you hear... Little weird noise coming from the patch she was in as her babies sense her, her, her danger. Oh, good babies. Which are the little things that are about to attack us. Oh, good. Yeah. No, no, they seem to be rooted in the ground. Oh, okay. <laughs> if that um, makes you feel any better. And then I step babies. back in and hit it. Okay, and you notice no poofy, exploding cloud on you. That was what I was avoiding. You, you had a good hypothesis with that power cover. Um, 17. That will definitely hit. By the way, can you move your blade uh, See, now, the salted elf used to move his all the time, mm -hmm. but it doesn't say anything about moving it. Nothing? No. You check in the player's hand yeah, with the actual spell spell. It's usually been that you can... Three! Three points of damage, you go up and elk among her. Okay? Stop! <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe you hit me like that. <laughs> I'm mean. Am I to separate you two? I'm mean. Uh, you can make my, oh my fungus god. brown. Uh. Ew. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, that's wild. Right. You're on. You're going to the big head. I'm going to attempt the Eldritch Blast. <laughs> okay. Um, I think... And remember, you do have advantage. 21 is going to hit. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. Finally, mm. for the 1d10 damage. Oh, for the grand, you know, two damage that I throw at it. Boom. Take that yeah. in the face. Like okay. that. How much damage? Two. 
Unless your blast comes out. Yeah. <clears throat> I just get advantage. I don't get any special, like, extra damaging damage like robes do, do I? No. Oh, I miss playing a rogue. Yeah. Nope. I need to change spells. Coming in? Nope. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, memorize your spell. You may, you may switch out. Yeah, because it's like... We can always cast it again, too. Yeah, well, I could, but I don't yeah. want to. I'd rather yeah, if, apparently in oh. this 5th edition, it doesn't move. But yeah. You know, you should check the Aretta to see if maybe it does move. Yeah, because we were playing 5th edition with Saltadelf, and he moved it all the time. So we'll say yes, you can move it on your turn. <clears throat> Is that, a, is that a bonus action or is yeah, that it's a bonus action okay. only, yeah. Because at least that's what it was in the starter set. Because it's like, this is like the most useless spell. Well, I wouldn't say useless if you can drop a killing wall of daggers. Yeah, but you can't actually put it on somebody. No, that'd be good so if you can like, put it adjacent to somebody. Mm -hmm. So it's like, unless they're stupid enough to walk anyway. Well, baby, remember, if they, when they start their turn, they take the damage. So if you put it, if I put it next to you, when your turn comes around, you take damage. They killed him before he took the damage. Okay. So it is your turn, by the way. Okay, well, it's my bonus action. I'm going to. You have a magic dagger and a cloud of. I mean, a magic hammer and a cloud, cloud of daggers. Dagger. And I'm going to viciously mock it. I'm going to say, uh, let's see here. You have the dexterity of a gelatinous cube and only half the looks. Them spiking words. Shit! God damn it! Uh, if it makes you feel better, will a 12 say? Oh no, it won't actually. <laughs> you rolled really well, so I was like, I rolled okay, except it's not very willpower. Right. So what happens? Okay, uh, let's see here. 1d4 psychic damage. That was exciting. Four! Okay. And it's at disadvantage now. Okay. How long is it at disadvantage? Uh, until the uh, until the end of its next. So your next turn, right? Hold it. Uh, Should be till your next turn. Um. Uh, it then has disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. Oh, okay. Before the end of it. Okay, so it just kills its next attack. Yeah, so it's on disadvantage for the next. That's harsh. Okay, March, it's your turn, but you're not here. <laughs> All right, so we have like just a wee bit of yes. killing. Yes, I yes. can't do anything fast. Okay, March, still incapacitated? Yep. Would you like to make your save? 17. Yes. Hey, you, you've come out of your stupor. Yeah. Yay, no, because it's the end of your turn. But it was impressive. Hey, okay. you're feeling much better. So, I need to know the blades. Go ahead and roll your damage. It's the start of the monster yeah. shirt. Oh, uh. Oh. Four, Forty-four. Oh, and this spell does nothing. Yeah, but if... Forty-four damage. Yeah, but if you can move it, but... Okay, so we get eight... Oh, haha, we got twelve. Twelve points? Yes. Okay, as like bits are just shaved off like a blender's attack in it. And it cuts like a knife. Unfortunately, it's gonna try to attack March. Because it can see you. It was six hit. <laughs> 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 Yay! 
hits the air. <laughs> okay, it's going to skirt me naked and try to hit me. It's actually going to try to move back to the mushroom patch. Aww. Do I get an attack? This place sucks! So, attack oh, of opportunity. Both of you oh, get an attack of opportunity. It's got to go through the blades. And your blades is going to get an attack. <laughs> well, automatic damage for your blades. Is it just damage? No, so it's a basic fight. attack for you guys. Hers is an automatic thing. Ten. Ten. Ten will not hit. Okay, so we've got uh, eight points. Is my blade gonna hit too? Well, you had an uh, attack of opportunity. I'll give it to either you or the, or the magic hammer can hit. Ha! Twenty. I will hit. And it's two, right? Uh huh. It doubles your dice. And, um, Are you kidding me? No. Uh, five. Hold, please. Okay. Six, seven. <laughs> there we are. Seven. Okay. This I keep rolling one. No matter, and I switch die, and I still keep getting it. It's because your name is Juan. Juan. Yeah, name one. Juan. <laughs> okay. Could you could you move that back uh, thirty feet, which probably translates to twenty feet one, because of the. Two, three, yeah, right there. And it's just like slowly is shirking back to the mushroom. And that little is I don't know what that is. Oh, uh, go ahead and leave that next to you. That sets the magic hammer. The spiritual weapon. Yep, and her blade. Well, her blades are still there. You don't want to move the the red d6. Yeah. Okay, and it's basically you obviously tell its body language. It's retreating back to the grove. It's like okay, you killed the mold monster. I got nothing else in the battle. I got nothing in this fight. That's a five. Okay, so it's gonna be uh, Gabriel's turn. <laughs> What's your alignment? Chaotic neutral. So what? it's pretty much no. up to you. Yep. That's this sad. thing was just sensing that there was a, a fungus being attacked and it came to its rescue. Seen, seen well, <laughs> you could run. You could roll a uh, insight oh. and see if you can. Oh, well, no, I'll give you. You you, you sense that it's retreating now. That the fungus monster is dead. It's, it's not, it's not looking for a fight. It was just reacting naturally to anything attacking fungus in this room. Even though that was a mutant evil fungus, still. It, it was still sense the danger of pheromone. It's like an ant, you know. It's it was the black are. sheep of the family. It's still a baby mushroom inside. We're all invisible. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, almost everybody's invisible, right? Yeah, the kids and kids back there are invisible. I'm yeah. invisible. Well, you did shoot. Did I shoot? You, you, you did the Eldritch Blast. Oh, that so was not invisible. invisible. No, I'm not invisible. The kids are still invisible. They're invisible. Okay. I'm invisible. <laughs> Actually, it's gonna last for a minute, so. Mm -hmm. Run to the end of the room. <laughs> Don't touch any mushrooms. <laughs> the big one's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat it. The hair okay, wants so it. nobody's seeing you. Um, what are you gonna do? Come up 45 feet this way. Okay. Right through the cloud of daggers? Around the cloud of daggers. Uh, There's 45. <laughs> you, <laughs> you just reported it out of its nose. <laughs> Actually, you would get hit by the daggers if you go past them until she dispels them. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay, yeah. Don't yeah, but the thing is, you can walk through the blue uh, 
Obscuring most of them. Okay, put me over there. Let's <laughs> pick some mushrooms. Oh. Back Go ahead out. and give me a survival roll before you start picking. Yes. You definitely want to do a survival roll first. It's the bottom, bottom. 20. Oh, very nice. Give me a roll of 1d6. Was that a natural 20? No. no. Oh, okay. It's only slightly impressive. I'm not no. so impressed. I take back my impressiveness. Five. Five? Okay, you got five mushrooms that are, you know they're referred to as torch stock. A one to two foot tall mushroom with a combustible cap. A single torch stock can burn for 24 hours once lit. There's a one in six chance that a torch stock explodes when lit, bursting into a cloud of fiery <laughs> spores. Creatures within 10 feet of the explosion will take 1d6 fire damage. Useful. One in it's 10 shots. mushroom grenade. Well, it's That's usually a torch. Usually, there might be super ripe and ready to ready to spore. So just light it from across the board. <laughs> throw it and then do some kind of fire spell. Well, I got a torch. I'll just throw it after it. Next or time. do you have a just press it just chase and light to light a candle? Uh, actually, it does. Yeah. Oh, if you can light a candle, then you can light a torch. Yeah. Um, you can uh, put out or you can light, uh, a light a. <gasps> uh, so they are pretty handy little mushrooms. Sounds good too. And you notice the mushroom monster yeah, is not progressing. Yeah, you can instantaneously light or snuff out a candle, torch, or small campfire. Okay. Like we could work together and use them. Yeah. So I am a nice dog, so since uh, it's retreated, I'm not going puppy. after it. Aww, that's so sweet. So long. Your turn. Um, yeah, I'm going to dispel the hammer. Yeah. Hammer time. Okay. You gonna go anywhere through the room, or? Um, yeah, but I don't want to walk near those. Actually, I need plugging of things. Maybe they got the computer working. Was an hour thing okay? No, that's that's why they had to keep coming in here. Yes. Okay. Which is good because they just got this one fixed. Yeah. Okay. That's all that's. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Desquile. Right. Um, you do have the invisible youngling somewhere around you. Oh, they're so much younger than me, too. Um, all right, students. Can you see me? You should follow me carefully through this room of terrors. Watch out for the mushrooms! That's skill. 
Poker chip on its side. Ooh. And um, I'll um, edge forward to the group. Slowly. Okay. For my, my big speed of 25. To which they are barely keeping up with you. Well, you have small legs. Yeah. I'm tiny. And you hear the slight pitter-patter of feet and breathing following you. It's kind of great. Good, good. Yeah, no, it was delightful. And um, I guess I'll roll an arcana on this misty mist for a grand total of 15. Is it... Pretty good. Is, what's it like? Is it like the last? You know? it, it's like the last, but it seems to be spread out more in here. Oh, right. And uh, you're, you're doing your arcana thing and looking at it. And just, uh, you, you get a little bit of arcane, arcane uh, sense of what might be. Like a disintegration of binding magic. Oh. Ooh. Mixed with like some weird rift in time and spacey type of thing. And you have this idea that, you know, wild magic is dangerous. Could you pass that to her, please? And all kinds of crazy things could happen inside there. Look at the percentage. A little what? Like the bats and See, all kinds of weird, cool, cool things and crazy things could happen. Yeah, you could go invisible. <laughs> <laughs> or you could make everyone but you invisible. Um, you cast confusion centered on yourself. <laughs> oh. It's the wild feedback of magic. Duskwild, what are you going to do? Uh, roll a d10, your height changes by oh. a number of inches. I need to get taller. I'm going to uh, get dismiss the blades. The blades. Um, and, uh... Modius would say, go and cast magic. <laughs> I'm gonna go over to here. I don't think I could take it out on the field. And I am going to cast Prestidigitation. Clean! Okay, you cleansed yourself. Is that somebody here in town? Uh, Phoenix. It's a shield. Wow. I didn't so. think it was a thing. You what? I didn't think it was a thing. Yeah, and if you, um, it's probably hip height to gym. Wow. Wow. Oh. It's made for somebody who's like 6'3", 6'4". Oh, it's gorgeous. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. So it's a Roman style. Mm -hmm. nice. She based it off of a mosaic. Nice. It's beautiful. She's, she's crazy skilled. She really is. I mean this in the best way, but many people in the SCA are sort of, you know, like... Innately super skilled. It's crazy. It's crazy talent. Yeah. yeah, I can't yeah. do that shit, but these people are amazing. Yeah, but you hand me rosary with real roses. Take it taller than that. You, you stand in the magic clouds and you throw some spells around and see what happens. Now, <laughs> would you do that? It's kind of fun. Uh, it could happen, yeah. or many worse things could happen. You know. Grow an inch taller, get eaten by something that comes swimming out of the Would the mushroom understand me if I talk to him? Uh, it, it seems to be <laughs> shirking away from any forms of communication. It's like, basically, like, it's curling up around some of the smaller mushrooms. Oh, give him a piece of baby. Let's see. What do I have to give him a mushroom? Look at that stupid. Another mushroom. Oh, it's cute. Some rabbit poop is fertilizer. His name's Bowie. Oh. 
Here he is on his brother's butt. Can I give him my fancy cup? Uh, you're going to toss your fancy cup at them? No. You can. You can, you can toss it into the mushroom field and see what happens. You're out. It's bad enough that you've keeled and eaten a bunch of her babies. I ate the big one. It's a shield. <laughs> It's about hip, probably about hip height to Jen. I thought it was like just a, like a computer background. Nope. It doesn't look like nope. it's hand painted. Like she's kind of a neat ham, but it's her. Oh, her her dog. Something piece out of green. Flashing my little fur chest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It seems not repressed or or threatened <laughs> by it. It seems to be very non-reactive at the I moment. Have, it seems oh. like it's it's busy healing and spreading. Spores of contentment to its to the uncle. I have chainmail and a shield, and I am second her. Give people. him a scimitar. Oh, wait, no, that's the other game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh, you're gonna wow. scimitar. And a crossbow. It's it's a crossbow. And my that's awesome. What did they eat? Can we give them something? She's dead people? Dead dead things? Dead wood? Dead flesh? Like dead body over there. Old coffee? <laughs> Throw a skull at him. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> uh, it seems to be just non reactive to anything you're doing. Hey, it's just an evil one. Are these the same as you're being good? Yeah. She's thinking of deforesting this room. I know she get is. Maybe that'll get its attention. You, you can come back this way anyway. Yeah, let's just get out of here. Okay, so you guys are heading out? Going this way? Or this is the only yeah, answer? Yes, yeah, so well, I'm, I was trying to avoid the uh, the spinning. Yeah. What? Same. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the spinning the blades. the same where I was uh, picking stuff? Uh-huh. They, they okay. see, are you going to go in there and pick some? Can I move to the next area? Sure. Go ahead and give me survival. Thirteen. Thirteen? Oh, okay. Okay, over there you find a bunch of nightlight. A nightlight is a tall tube-shaped bioluminescent mushroom that grows to the height of, in this case, like four feet. And you use bright light to a 15-foot radius and dim light for an additional 15 feet. A nightlight that is uprooted or destroyed will go dark after one round. If a living nightlight is touched, either by a creature or an object, it goes out until touched again. So you touch it and it goes like a, like a Tiffany's lamp. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but they're kind of used well. So basically, if you want to camp there, you can just touch them and they'll turn off until somebody touches them again. So it's like a nightlight. I want to roll for a mushroom. Okay, so you're going to head over to the mushrooms? I wouldn't be over here. We're all over the place now. Fourteen. Fourteen? Okay, you find what is referred to as Ormu, a bioluminescent green moss that grows in warm and damp areas. Ormu is particularly common near stream tunnels and vents. It sheds a dim light to a five foot radius and can be harvested, dried, and made into a phosphorescent powder or pigment. Ooh, there you go. You have glowing moss. Roll one D6. Wow. You roll 1d6 as well. Five. One. That's how many you get. Cool. She comes back with this patch of glowing moss. Like, I went adventuring and all I came back was the glowing moss. <laughs> Did we find the mushroom? I'm trying to make it a wig. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hat. I don't think we're in here to find mushrooms. I think <laughs> we need to move on. <laughs> I'm trying to get around. The blades are gone, so. Yeah, so I'm just okay. going to hoof it that okay. way. So the rest of you guys. The mushrooms over here. Yep. <laughs> no, that's where the thing is. Let's not antagonize. As, as you start looking through those mushrooms, give me a. Uh, oh, okay. G- give me a roll there. Can I uh, assist in this one? Yeah, you, you want to get assist. over there? Let yeah. Me assist because we're probably gonna start a fight again. 
what is the, any addition to that? Perception? Uh, well, it's your survival. Survival? survival? Yep. What's oh. your survival skill? 17. 17. 19. Five, you have your course. So you had advantage, and you might roll better. Mm-hmm. Roll the second. Oh. Was that one better? No, it's not. Right? You might want to warn your compatriots. They almost seem to be picking a fight here. What? Trying to eat all the mushrooms. <laughs> what? I'm looking at the mushrooms. I can't. Under under your eyes. I am, like, doing a leave. Like, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? Why? Harvesting. Later, bitches. <laughs> Why I'm out. Fighting over mushrooms. We're not. We're you just guys, have you guys find Trilomac. A Trilomac is a mushroom that grows to a height of four or five feet and has a broad gray-green cap and a light gray stalk. The cap's leathery surface can be cut and cleaned for use in making maps, hats. Cool. Hat. So we make clothes for the mission. <laughs> it takes on dyes and inks well. The stalk can be cleaned, soaked in water for an hour, and then dried to make a palatable food akin to bread. Cool. Each stock provides 1d6 plus 4 pounds yeah, of food you want to take. So I'm backpacking everything, I guess. Yeah, but everything's bigger than you. As you're doing that, yeah. all, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you breathe in some spores <laughs> to rip some of the mushroom off. Oh, good. And all you, you, you when these, these spores you breathe into you, all of a sudden you get like a spike of a headache really quick. And all of a sudden, you are now infested with rapport spores. Rapport spores? Like you you can talk to the mushrooms? And the mushroom is telepathically telling you to stop eating her children. Can we seriously talk to them? Yay! Communicate. You can't talk. Leave this place. We're going. Leave this place. Can you tell us what we're looking for? How do we get through here? Why must you all come and steal my children? We're gonna say Leave. Sorry. Have you not hurt me enough? Leave. Yes. Wait, she started it. Technically, she was defending the pheromones. The she fierce. started it. She didn't start it. It started it. I'm gonna tell did. her I'm so super sorry. So, I'm gonna oh, good. put some back in the ground next year. <laughs> like, That's not how it works. <laughs> That's not how like, mushrooms work. I know. She's like, burying my dead children. <laughs> God. Leave this place. Leaves. We're gonna. I leave, leave it. Leave I'm like. Gonna I'm all about the leaving. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. So you guys are continuing <laughs> on the hallway. And that's a good place to wrap it up there. Now we can talk to mushrooms. Yay! <laughs> well, just to her. Oh. It was only her that's record scores. Oh, yes. So Thank is you. that insinuating there are other? Oh, well, <laughs> Do you need the eraser? There, there are others uh, in no. the, the catacombs here, but the, the magic tomb only lets you go to uh, one or two of them. Hello, this is Madame Askew, and I'm so delighted Wild Wild West Steampunk Convention is on its way at the beginning of March and the Grand Arbiter and I will be there doing a great deal of tea dueling every day. We'll also be hosting teapot racing, which is absolutely splendid. You can just ask them in New Zealand. Uh, We will also be hosting a number of panels. You'll see us all over the place. And when you're not coming and having tea nanigans with us, let me tell you, there is so much happening at Wild Wild West Con this year. We have The Cog is Dead, one of my favorite bands. And Frenchie and the Punk are going to be there as well. You must come join us. Please 
Get your tickets, they're still available. Come stop in and say hello to us. You can find information on the interwebs at www.wildwildwestcon.com. And this has been another edition of D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Thank you for listening, and be careful. I've heard there's dragons about. Have you guys heard about this new game that's coming out? Called No Man's Sky? Yes. I don't know what it is, but I saw somebody post a thing on it. I have like four friends who are super excited about it. How what? But it's like a si- No Man's Sky. But it's going to be like a $60 game. And so they all are. Um, that everybody's, everybody that's playing spawns in space. Mm-hmm. And there's something like several quadrillion um, planets available. Ooh. Ooh. And you... Um, Wherever you spawn, you start adventuring. And they said that you can play with friends, so it can be, but we don't know how that's going to work. Right, well that's just it, like you can share your coordinates, but how does the person find you if they're on the other side? Right, do you have like FTL capabilities that you can bend space and go? faster to each other. Do you really want to do that or you just want to be cooperative and you do your quadrant over my quadrant? Like, what game was that? No Man's Sky? Oh. That's not like fun. I forget what I was doing. I was like, what do you have a surprise? <laughs> <laughs> surprise grenade. Some tons of plating. I know. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm so happy. I was watching this uh, YouTube video of like the 10 most ridiculous non real world things purchased. Oh, uh, I watched that. Uh, Including, we're talking NPC hookers that would actually, yeah, they would, was they there, would cyber though. chat. Weird. Well, it's Amsterdam. Drugs and hookers, I mean. And they sold it to Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know they probably make a mint there. It's like, oh yeah, I can win to Amsterdam. We have the cybering, we have the cybering prostitutes. It's okay. I was watching the uh, the thing sold on eBay video, and there was a guy in Australia that sold New Zealand on eBay. <laughs> I just because I sold it doesn't mean you get to collect it. Good luck with that. <laughs> All right. I declare ownership oh, of, of New Zealand, um, and the next thing you hear at your front doors. I can't do anything. I mean, if that's going to get them to my door, <laughs> will they do my yard with work? the jade clubs want to crack your skull. I know what they can do with those jade clubs. Have you seen my yard? I'll just unleash them there, and then I'll be like, and my neighbors are from the Marshall Islands, so you all should have, you know, a party. 
because that's what they do. I just mm -hmm. want to say, Ninja versus Spartan. Oh. Blinding dust to the eyes, and they're saying, oh, it's just a new glass powder in the eyes. It's just a nuisance. I'm like, really? Really? Plus, Drop a hair uh, in someone's eye and fall on the ground crying. Mm -hmm. But ninjas don't like straight up melee. Yeah, they shank so. you from behind. And if we, you know, like I told Kelly, here's how they would have won. They would have sold some food to the local slaves who feed Spartans, and that food would have been poisoned. They would have died. And then, problem solved. I did like American Gangster versus Yakuza. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Americans won because of the baseball bat. Yep. <laughs> yep. The old booty slugger. So they take two factions from history and they actually make like a stat composite for them with their weapons and like their known like hijinks and whatever. And then they put them up against they the They run the simulations. Mm. Yeah, because the like first season of the show was they would pick a culture warrior. Mm. And, it's and the, they did who so would many. Yeah, yeah, they did so many. It then became the next season was. Pirate versus ninja, or pirate versus knight, as the kid. No, ninja versus Spartan. You know, the coolest one ever was the samurai versus Viking. Yeah. Because then you see two badass cultures, and this one guy proved that in Vikings lore, Vikings would come running off a ship with two spears and throw. No, we're not talking javelins. Spears and throw them in. Oh my god. And they're like, impressive. that's impossible. You can't do that. Okay, they got this guy who's a spear throwing expert from Norway. He goes out there. They put two big cut pieces Six of pine. Six inches. Through and past. he goes up and goes, Phew, and his you can see his main hand goes this far through the wood. <laughs> the other one only comes out two inches. Only, only six inches yeah. of pine. And we're talking a six foot hunting spear that hits you with the weight alone. It's gonna knock you on your ass. Yes. Yeah. But then the much samurai, less that you're gonna start with the yes. Yeah. But the Zen archery start was impressive. basically yeah. through the, the eyeballs, eye, eye socket and helmet then. In the other eye socket, and then it's like, how do you compare these great cultures? Because yes, he take you off your horse in a second. No, nah, the best one was bow. zombies versus vampires. They did a Halloween they special. They did a Halloween one. Mm -hmm. It was like the season finale. Because they're like, <laughs> which version of vampire was it, and which version of <laughs> zombie was it? It was, it was the zombies that haul ass, or the real zombies. It was the zombies. It was slouchers. I do it, not appreciate it was, fast zombies. It was That's wrong. wrong. It's not a classic Romero sloucher. Versus your typical that uh, vampires could take out hundreds of zombies, but the zombies just keep coming. Problem is, at some point the vampire might get infected, and, and he'd it, be a zombie. The, the end thing he does is like, and turns into this like hybrid zombie vampire. Cool. Like the yeah. zombies. Oh. There was a Rizzoli and episode that was cops, Thank you. cops versus uh, cops versus zombies, and it was it was really funny. But there was a kid who was a zombie expert, and so when you're like, no, it was a classic shambler. <laughs> that, that, that's how the kid talked. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, good. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you talk zombie, you got to clarify what culture we're yeah. talking here. Yeah. Are we talking about just the, the poison yeah. brain dead guy? Are we talking the actual shambler, you know? Yeah, I, I am the zombies don't move very fast, and mm -hmm. they have no higher brain functions. Yeah. That's how my... So you're the World War Z. Yeah, the classic... That is not a zombie. No, no, she means the book World War Z. The book oh. World War Z Book World slow. War Z had shamblers. Correct shamblers. Literally, they talk about in one chapter when... The kid with the, gets the samurai sword. And he's yeah. like, and they're like, how did you survive? And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, they don't do anything. Yeah. Well, well, the kid's a computer nerd in Japan. He's literally, he's, he's agoraphobic. He lives in his apartment. He doesn't leave his apartment. Oh. And he's all over the internet. He's like the last person on the internet as he's seeing all these things going on. And he basically is one of these Japanese sky rises where he ties sheets to 
go down on the floor, then go down the floor, and he's raiding rooms as he goes. And then he gets lucky early on and he finds a samurai sword, an actual vintage pre-World War II yeah. katana. And that's what he lives off. And then he ends up with the monk, the, the gardener. With the blind guy? Yeah. With a shovel. He's out there in a cave killing zombies with a shovel. He's just like... Yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's an actual <laughs> Japanese gardening tool that is, it's got a flat wedge <coughs> blade. And it's basically a pull on that you stab at the tree branches and you cut them off. When we're oh, talking okay. fruit trees, you can cut off the tree branch. Or you chop this way, and, and he's using head. those to just—he listens. Oh, World War and when the zombie, yeah. Yeah. the zombie moans, he aims just below the, the moan and decapitates him. Yeah. Basically, goes across Japan. Get just doing that. And yeah. then they're like, "How did you survive?" And they're like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> because of course, you know, like Mark, Ham uh, like if you get the audiobook, uh, Mark Hamill is the voice of this military guy. He's like, "Oh, that shit crazy." Because awesome book if you ever read it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the movie turned me off. I, the movie, I, like, is the movie was horrible. I'm not interested in fast-moving zombies. I don't, I don't like that as a genre. It's annoying. So yeah. you're not like that. The only so thing in the movie that was in the book is the character's name. Yeah, the character's name. <laughs> that was it. Because he, after the war, he's going around the world. Because after we've recovered, we basically are winning the war. There's still zombies, but we're winning. He's going around the world talking to everybody, and you're basically getting a. He talks to a patient zero, and the progression of how society evolves during it. And how can a disease make a guy just suddenly be able to jump 15 freaking feet in the air? The Israeli wall oh, is actually something in the book. So except angry. in the book, it never fell. It literally, he goes to Israel, the guy says, well, we heard this crazy shit in China on the radio and we couldn't believe it. But there is the tenth man rule that there always has to be the doubting voice of, yes, maybe, what if it does? And all they knew is China and India were talking about this weird tiger outbreak. Because they were trying to keep the world from knowing, because it originates in China and then goes all over the world. Okay. And the story progresses of how it got around the world. In Rio, there's a doctor doing illegal surgeries that gets body parts from China. Originally, when the virus first started, it took weeks for you to turn. So, body donor, skin graft, heart transplant. And, and in Rio, one of the first zombies there is a guy has a heart transplant and turns on the table. Mm -hmm. Like you guy. would, because yeah, it you, you use it right away. Yeah. And, of course, he shoots the, guy, the body a couple times and has his buddy bear it. And he's like, we didn't shoot it in the head. They shot it, wrapped it up, and buried it, and who knows how shallow the, the grave was. So they're saying that's why there's an outbreak there. Yeah. Then there was this how Chinese... Can, uh, how can a disease instantly diagnose somebody? Yeah. I'm sorry. That just... And then there's a cool what chapter on how they use dogs in the zombie apocalypse. How they train them. Yeah, and how they train the trainers to train them. Because basically, they talked about this one trainer, his dog got trapped. Gonna die. He wanted to go save his partner. Lieutenant said no. Bam! And went to go save his dog. After that, the dogs now have explosive collars, so if they, they are hurt permanently, you can clean and put them down. Oh. Or you have the choice to go rescue them yourself, but they can't help you. You know, we can't divert troops to help you, but right. you can go do we understand. Yeah. And they, we don't want you to kill us. They always train <laughs> <laughs> because you killed the last person who told you no. Yeah. They always train one or two big dogs to push zombies over so the dogs do the whole run up and jump on you. Yeah. Because Eight out of ten times that kills a zombie. And then they train the small dogs to avoid the zombies and basically deliver ammo, food, whatnot to places. Oh. And then they talk about how when the Marines and that Army... That sounds so much interesting than that horrible yeah. movie looked. The I didn't yeah. see yeah. the movie. That's oh, probably the, the movie was terrible. Yeah, the Battle of New okay. Jersey, and Mark Hamill talks about how they were so fucked because they all came back from a new war. Some war happened. They came back at the New Jersey Bridge from New York because New York was lost. Their job was to stop the zombies from coming across. So they had all these 
trenches dug where they're in the ground in the classic stupid military style, tanks that they found out after the fact were loaded with anti-tank rounds, not anti-personnel rounds. So these rounds would go out, fireball, not do anything to a zombie, and because zombies don't really have lungs, like he says, at one point we saw zombies because of the fireball pull the oxygen out of their body and suck the lungs out, so the lungs are just flapping like the plate of balloons outside them. And they, they might not be able to read them. The worst part is they all have this new smart gun system where they all have cameras to each other's helmets. So when one guy gets eaten, you can see it happen. So of course their guys freaked out and they're like, why did the generals make us do this on the ground? If we would have been snipers on the rooftops, we could have won. But bad generals made bad calls and they lost. But later on they talk about how the army gets their shit together. Comes up with the, what's the name of the, the, the Cherry pies? Yeah, yeah the, the weapon? Oh, the, the Lobos? Yeah, the, the Lobos. Lobos. The Yeah. They basically come up with a really cool multi-tool thing, that's, which is close to what the Japanese guy had. Yeah. And they learn it's Spartan like a, fighting style. It's like style. a double-sided axe. So you phalanx. Yeah. It's an axe with a sharp front, so you can stab or chop and swing both ways. And basically, they would phalanx style of three rows deep, you know, almost revolutionary era style of when you get tired, when you get tired, you signal, and you step back, and a guy takes your place. Mm -hmm. And you just run through them. It's the proper way to fight. Yeah. Oh, for people who do medieval style fighting, it's the proper way to fight. It's the proper way to have a battle. You want so, the proper melee.